Amen. And obviously traveling mercies for everyone. Big week this week. And so we are uh, believing that God can do that. Amen. Let's pray for this, the needs in the service. Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for this time. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, how we can feel your power, your presence here in this place, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to touch each and every need, Lord, those that are connected to your body, Lord, that your, your will would be done. You'd work and minister in those lives, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus, the power of God, to be upon every heart and mind and home. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to bless this offering, multiply it, bless the remainder of this service. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's come and give unto the Lord. Kids Church can be dismissed. excited for what they do, uh, greeters and, and ushers and teachers' aides, and teaching them up young, right, to serve in the house of the Lord, amen. As we're staying, we can go to the word of the Lord today, the book of Matthew, the 22nd chapter, just read one verse, one long verse there, twenty-two fourteen. it says, for many are called, but few are chosen, aren't you thankful to be a chosen chosen of God. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. You're just, you're not, you're not dismissed. You may be seated. Whew. I don't just became the world's best pastor, right? <laughs> oh, amen. Walk out of here. No, we're chosen, right? What did pastor preach on? He just read and we left. Amen. Amen. So what, what is the, the single force that really controls your life? What is one, uh, the one gift that our Creator has given us uh, that has, one thing has the power to change our life? What happens to us? And that is the power of choice. The power of choice. You say, uh, no, no matter what happens to me, well... We can't control what happens to us, but we do control. We can't really control during these times. We can choose what things mean and what we can choose uh, what to do or what not to do. And so our circumstances should not control our life, but our decisions we can decision. And so because one choice can choose your destiny for the good or for the bad. And so the person you chose to marry, uh, speaking of marriage, if you had to choose somebody, uh, one choice, one And so that is the power of choice. But there is also something 
that is called uh, the, the psychological experts out there, people of the that most of the time it seems like when you do make a choice, you end up uh, feeling disappointment, right? Uh, you know, it, it going to a local star, uh, Starbucks or a coffee shop, uh, Starbucks advertises that I go there place when I just ask for a black coffee, right? And I feel like may, I'm probably overpaying definitely for this black coffee because uh, i got to support these 80,000 choices, right? Uh, but research shows that if you're surrounded by an abundant fewer people studied and found out that uh, you'd probably be happier if you only had to pick between a, a handful of things rather than a dozen, right? Uh, and so uh, maybe because you, you pick something and then you realize, man, I, did I? So maybe, maybe that was the... They, had, they could pick up any tree to eat. They had, they had a, an abundance of options. A, every tree in the whole garden, you could pick whatever you wanted, but just don't touch this one tree. And uh, in a place within no sickness or no disease or no pain or suffering, what a, uh, what a paradise that is. But uh, they could do whatever they desired, but they just had to make sure that they did not pick of this one tree. And so out of the, all those things, pain and sorrow in our hearts. And so there are benefits and consequences that come when somebody makes a choice. And obviously we are aware of the consequences that Adam and Eve made. But let's consider the benefits that if they had made the right choice, uh, there wouldn't be five and we'd still, uh, our Thanksgiving dinner would be massive, Right. Uh, if everyone was still alive. Uh, and so we would all be able to watch and, and hear the voice of God come down in the cool of the day and uh, walk in the, the garden with us. And, and incredible benefits all, right? Anybody learn? The past is over and it is done with. And what we have today is today. And we're not promised tomorrow. So all that we have to make with do is today. And so we got to make sure we make the right choice today and not get uh, succumb to the power of overcho- But You made that one choice. You made another choice to head to the waters of baptism. Aren't you thankful to be baptized in Jesus' name? How that changed your life all because of that one decision you made and then to open up your heart to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. And how that is in wrong decisions. Jonah was a, made the choice to run from his calling. And that one decision caused him to descend down and down and down into the belly of a, of a giant fish. Bad choice and to make the, uh, the right choice. And the moment he made that right choice, God spit him out. All right, that fish spit him right out on the beach, right where he should have been. Make a, your, Paul tells us in Romans... Uh, that for by one man's offense, one man's choice, death reigned by one, much more they receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so the righteousness of one, the free gift, came upon all men unto the justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, 
many were made sinners, and so by the obedience of one, many shall be made righteous. Aren't you thankful that Jesus made the right choice? That one bad choice by one man, and, and it changed all of humanity, but by one choice of Jesus, the, the destiny and all of creation is changed for the betterment. And I'm thankful that he decided to robe himself in flesh and to come to earth and to make the right choice because of his right choice. Now mankind is not destined for a devil's hell, uh, devil's hell. But now there's another option for eternity, and that is to spend it with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I'm thankful that Jesus made that choice. Uh, he actually made the, that choice many times. Because at any moment, he could have dispatched legions of angels, right? We, 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 we narrow it down to the cross, but many times he withheld the option uh, to send down fire from heaven. I mean, he could have nuked the whole earth in a second. Uh, but I'm thankful that God loves us so much that he, he even prevented himself from making those choices so that we can have an opportunity to be with him uh, for all of eternity. How one choice can make and change your destiny. And so we understand the power of one choice, but then the issue happens uh, is when we're presented with multiple choices. I don't know if you liked taking tests in school or not, or maybe you had uh, a favorite type of test. How many people like the true and false questions? Yeah? How many people like the multiple choice? Yeah? Uh, the, the, the worst ones where you had to write out an answer, right? Nobody wants to write that out. Let me just circle in a bubble, right? Take my chances with a bubble. Uh, but if you, if you begin to analyze it and think about it, the more options you have, the less of a chance you have of being right. Right? True and false, you got a 50-50 shot. Multiple choice, you only got one in four chances. 25% chance of, of making the right choice. So, uh, again, over choice is not always a good thing because... It whittles down your, your chances, and you begin to then question yourself, well, that, let me go back and erase C, and let me pick A, uh, and then you begin to question yourself. You don't, you don't do that as much when it's just a true or false. Uh, and so uh, it's a, a amazing how it comes down to uh, picking the right choice, but even, even Jesus uh, said there's really only two choices. Right? Because when we, the problem is we try to add other, uh, add other options for the choice, right? Option D, fill in the blank, uh, your, uh, whatever uh, preferred choice that you have. Uh, but Jesus says in Revelation, uh, I would rather you be hot or cold, but those that are lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. What, where did lukewarm come from? Lukewarm came from us. We decided to add on a, a third option. And Jesus says, hey, no, there's, there's only two options, hot or cold. There's only uh, two ways, heaven or hell. There's only uh, two places to spend eternity and with me or with eternal judgment and damnation. Uh, and so uh, too many choices we began to pick, oftentimes pick the wrong choice. 
And so today we need to remind ourselves that we got to pick the right choice and that there is really only one choice, and that is Jesus Christ. There's not many choices. There's not many ways to salvation. There is one choice, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen. And so we have to uh, real, don't get caught up with the overchoice. And many times the overchoice, as I said, the overchoice is probably because we add all the other options. And then we do, we do that to our own detriment. Jesus, right? Uh, choice never really works out well, especially in the kingdom of God, because there's only one way. And Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. There's only one choice in the kingdom of God, and that is him and his way. Uh, option, uh, because there is only uh, one choice. Uh, and so uh, we, we see uh, the, the consequences and the benefits of, of making a choice. But what happens when God makes a choice? What benefits do we see from these? Them? Genesis 5, we saw a man that is named Enoch, and I'm not really sure what he did or what decisions he made, but clearly he made the right choices. Uh, because it talks about how Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Enoch chose to come down to walk with him and then what? talk about an option. I'll take that option, right? And I'm thankful that that is also an option for the bride of Christ because he is coming back for his church soon and very soon. And he's going to say, you've made a choice long enough. Now it's time to come up and to be with me. Uh, and so, but Enoch, we find so God chose a man by the name of Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And God chose Noah to help him build a new earth. And of all of the millions of people that were in the earth, and God said, if I have to start over ground, right? If Noah had to make the right choices as well in order for that arrangement to finally meet. Uh, and so as many people want to... Uh, put their faith in predestination and said, oh, God, they're, they're chosen by God. Uh, God, the, the one decision God made is he chose his church. All to come to repentance. Everybody, one thing that he did predestinate is the one that are called, and those that are called are those who are part of the church, who are obedient and respond to the gospel. And so everybody can be called. Many are called, but few are chosen. Uh, Get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. To make him a... Uh, talk about a choice that changes somebody's destiny, all because God chose Abram. It almost kind of sounds too good to be true. But it's like waking up one morning and you hear a, a, a knock at your uh, And so you see who's out there and sign that looks like a check. Uh, and it's come to find out it's Publishers Clearinghouse, right? Do they still do that nowadays? I'm still waiting for that knock. But I know we all are. But uh, they hand you that large check, however much it is. The Publishers Clearinghouse. But imagine behind them is uh, a representative from the Florida Lottery, and I know we don't, we don't do that, but they just happened to be generous and showed up at your house. 
Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'd probably probably be sitting down behind them uh, if that wasn't enough to knock you out. Behind them is uh, a guy named Warren Buffett, and he says, I'm going to leave you all of my wealth. Uh, and, and so uh, after he leaves and then uh, uh, state to you and your family, entire state is given. Uh, can you imagine, like, where, you know, you don't recover from something like that, Right? But that is today's terms and perspective of what God did for Abram's life. He, his, his life and destiny forever changed when God chose him. Give him an entire size of, I think, New Jersey, uh, whether, you know, it's a smaller state or whatever. But that's fine with me, right? I mean, you, you get a million, a couple million acres. That, I'd be okay with that, right? Uh, and then coming with that, you've got a, a, an endless wealth uh, for your your offspring and your seed. Uh, that is basically Abram, the day that, but again, it came down to the, uh, are you going to listen to God and follow after him, or are you going to listen to the, all the other choices that you have? Growing up in the Ur of the Chaldees, it was the big major metropolis of the time, and so Abram had many choices to make. Many ways uh, uh, to choose his future, and, and what the, but he decided to forsake all of those things to a place that I don't know. Down to it, there's only one choice, and that is to follow after God. And Abram made the right choice and forever was changed his destiny and his heritage because of that one choice. And so we have that choice to make today. Uh, the world has changed less and less choices but actually there's more choices available there's an over choice in 2023 of things you can do with your time with your energy with your money with your heart with your life there's so many options out there to do uh, and as you and I know can attest from our own experience when we were uh, inundated with over choice what happens is you become disappointed you go from one choice one career to the next and uh, you, you can't find uh, happiness and enjoyment and fulfillment uh, but once we found out that there was really only one choice and one once we made that choice to come to an apostolic church and to give our life to Jesus Christ, we're thankful we finally found that one choice, and we got to stick with that choice, right? Because there is no other choices. There's no B, A, B, there's no B, C, D, or E. There's only one choice, and that is option A, and that is Jesus. Uh, and so somebody uh, mentioned or commented years ago, and they wrote a book, uh, I guess, about the psychology of choices, and they said in the future, we're not going to be inundated with a lack of choices, but there's, we're going to have so many choices to choose from that we may often become a, a, a saddened society and a depressed society. It's, it's amazing to think about it. How can, be, how can people be so depressed today with all, that, all the options out there? But again, all the options could be part of the problem, Right. Uh, what happens is uh, we every every year all these things we keep adding more and more options. If we just go back to the simple times when it was just uh, you and God, right? What happened to us and God? Uh, anything more than that, and things begin to get more complicated, and we begin to lose out on what the real choice and the true choice is, and that is Jesus Christ. There is 
coming up this week, there's gonna you're gonna have so many options, right? A little, probably more than than the normal. You're gonna have an overchoice. You're gonna you're gonna suffer from overchoice on Thursday, right? So many options to choose from. You can't. You don't know what to say yes or no to. So you say yes to them all, right? And then you you suffer a few hours later, and then you go back again, right? Like a dog returning to his vomit, right? Bad mix, right? Not, not when we're getting ready to, to stuff ourselves. And, and so uh, there's always that choice to be made. And when we were last week, Taylor and I went to uh, Costco to start buying some supplies. And I'm, I'm thankful that I went with her because we get down to the, uh, the buying for the plates, right? And she asked me, what, what, what plate do you want to get? And uh, she wanted, you know, apparently the dinner plates are like this big. And um, I look at that, and that almost looks like a side dish to me. And so you got to get the big oval ones, right? Right? I mean, maybe uh, the normal dinner plate, yeah, the platters, right? you got to carry your two hands. Amen. And uh, people that are going to cheap out uh, on the, the cheap, small, skinny plates on Thursday are are going to find out that those things can break really easy, right? So you need the big platters. And so that's what we, we got. Uh, I, I, I think about what would happen if I wasn't there and she picked up the small ones, right? You just got, right? You just got, you got two, two plates, right? One in each hand. Because uh, it's not, a, obviously it's not a normal day where you have just two options of, of sides and all this stuff, but you've got like 14. You've got an overchoice. Uh, and so we're, we're thankful for that and uh, obviously want to take the time out to be thankful for what we have and who we are with, right? And obviously the, the one choice that we're thankful for and what he has done in our life, obviously the first being grateful for all that they have done, and obviously we got to give credit where credit is due, and that is to, to the Lord, right? Without God, we would not have anything to be thankful for, amen. And so we see, uh, I, I can't, I'm chosen by God, right? Put it all down, when you start whittling down all the options, what is a good reason, what is a good option why somebody would not want to be chosen by God? And obviously the Old Testament, it was almost God doing a lot of the choosing. But now it's not just the high priest goes into the Holy of Holies, but now everybody can go into the Holy of Holies. And so who would not want that choice? And you come down to it and you realize that really there is no good option for not choosing the Lord. There is no good option for Ignitient uh, for everybody. His blood covers a multitude of sins, and so everybody is welcome to come to the house of God uh, because you can be chosen by God, and He desires that everyone would be chosen, even though many are. So, First Peter two and nine it says, "We are a priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people." That we should show forth the praises of him who hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that is why we come in here and start clapping our hands. That is why we start showing forth our praises. That's why we get a little excited by God. Careful. With so many benefits that we uh, 
from being chosen of God because it is a blessed life being chosen by God, right? Uh, and the problem that can happen is people can start to focus on the blessings rather than the blesser. And what happens when people are going through church? I got to get to Jesus. I, got, I need him in my life right now. Uh, and and we're, we're thankful for that choice. And many times that one choice is what brought us here. But we begin to realize it, and as we mature, we and that is no matter the day or the week or the circumstance, really there is only one choice, and that is Jesus. And so the, the sooner we realize that and live up to that, the, the better our life can become. And another thing, to actually choose Him. Everybody wants to choose Him. Uh, and so uh, we, 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 are, we seek Him out. Uh, we're looking for him uh, on Sunday, but are we looking for Jesus on Monday? Is Jesus still an option on Monday? Or do we have to have the Holy Ghost? There's still only one choice, and that is Jesus Christ. Psalms 119 says, I have chosen the way of truth, which is good uh, to choose the way of truth. Right? Psalms 119, but... Uh, that doesn't guarantee that you have a, a, a working and walking relationship with Jesus. Because Jesus tells us in, in uh, Matthew 7.21, he says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter in thy name cast. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work uh, iniquity. Uh, it sounds like so many people got caught up in so many other choices that they forgot to choose the one choice, the one, the one and only choice. And that uh, Martha comes to sit and sit Jesus, and, and Martha is getting upset. Mary's at the feet of Jesus, and Martha's getting upset. And uh, uh, she's just inundated with all these over choices. And she says, Jesus, tell my sister to come and help me. And, she, and, and Jesus says, you've got too many choices. On the one single option, amen? Musicians, if you would come. Mark 10 and 17, it says, And when he has gone forth, he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, right questions, right? What do I need? To, what do I need? Said unto him, why callest me thou good? There is none good but one, that is God. And thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill, steal, bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. He answered unto him and said, Master, all these things I have done from my youth. Then Jesus behold, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me you made a lot of good choices but did you make the there can be a lot of good ones but there's going to be only one right choice right and that's always going to come back to, to to jesus and his will and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions you see he was this was not some uh uh wretched sinner, some unbeliever, uh, somebody who uh, did not even care about the laws or, or the law of Moses. No, he says, I've been, I've been doing fulfilling the law of Moses all my life. This means he is a Jew. He is a believer. He uh, probably uh, observes the Sabbath and, and keeps all this up, uh, the word of God, and doing all these things and, and making the right choices 
But Jesus said, hey, there's still one option left. Can you give up all of those other options and be happy with one choice? And he says, I, I can't do that. I like the options. I, I like the, the variety of things that I can do. And I, I don't, that answer number A is, is the hardest answer because when you check A, you meet that you're saying that there is no B, right? There's no C, D, or E because there's only uh, one option, and that was A. And so he, he chose all the other options. But when Jesus finally presented himself, presented to him, uh, to him uh, that the answer is actually A, he couldn't live with himself. And, and sadly, that is, that is part of the, the reason why people don't choose, choose God is because they don't want to maybe admit that I have to do away with all the other options. That there is only one option. And uh, when you go uh, on Thanksgiving, uh, if you only had to make one choice, one item to put on your plate, that's a hard choice, right? And you got to make sure that that one choice is the right choice. And what is that? I, I get Maybe it's the turkey. I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a plate of cranberry sauce, right? Uh, it's with so many options. Coming down to one choice can be a hard thing. But if, if you realize the power of that one choice and that one option, you see, we have to get to the point where we are, we, we are happy and we are content that there are no other choices. That we're, we're not even opening the door that, Maybe there's an option B. No, there's only one option, and that option is A, and we're going to make sure we follow and choose that option every single time because ultimately, if we don't choose A, then God doesn't end up choosing us to get into heaven, right? And may you stand with me today. And coming down to choose the option A of Jesus only, there's the, the hypothetical situation. Uh, I know everybody, everybody wants to go to heaven, and everybody, you know, that's, that answer is already pre-filled in, in everyone's test, right? Everybody, the whole earth's going to heaven, right? Everyone fills that in. And, and so we, we want to go to heaven because it's described to us, the benefits, all the things up there, the life, and, uh, and, and no sickness, no disease, no, no sorrow, all those things. Lots of great options. Um, but then you get to the, 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 the question, if you could have all of those things, heaven and all that comes with it, but you could not have Jesus, right? What, what makes heaven heaven? Is it, is it the streets of gold? Is that what makes heaven is it, is it the pearly gates and the mansions and, and the crystal river and sea and all of those things and endless life? Is that what makes heaven? Or does Jesus make heaven? You see, we can get so caught up on the streets of gold that we've the, the, the real right choice is actually Jesus. Because he can give you this, this version of heaven, but if you choose Jesus wherever you go, you'll always have heaven, right? 
He can, he, can, he can build a little box and put you there, and he says, I'm going to go to heaven 2.0, and whoever wants to be with Jesus can go to heaven 2.0. That's another test, right, if, if that ever happened, but obviously we, that won't happen. But it gets you thinking, what are we really in this for? Are we in it for the streets of gold, or are we in it to be with Jesus? Because Jesus, being with Jesus, really is the only choice. And if that is the only choice, then you don't, you don't, you're not worried about what B says. You don't care what option C is. You don't care what somebody wrote in on D, uh, because you're, you only see one answer, and that is Jesus. That is option A. And so, with so many options nowadays, uh, we have to re- remind ourselves, especially this week, as we're passing around the plate and, and uh, on Thursday, and all these options. Uh, as you look around at the table and see a smorgasbord of options, uh, I want you to think about. Now there's so many choices, but really there's only one choice, and that is Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful for Jesus, for what he has in store for you? We got to keep on making that right choice today. Amen. We're going uh, to close out today as we open up these altars. If you want to come down and just begin to seek God and say, God, I, I want to reaffirm my commitment with you today. I don't want to get lost in all the, the sea of choices, ends of decisions, but God, help me to keep my mind today that I need to keep making the right choice. You are the only choice. And let's worship the Lord together. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for choosing us. Lord, let us let us choose you in return. Hallelujah. We're blessed by the hand of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
That's how it works when you make the right choice. Amen. And uh, people that only choose A, A only people, apostolic only people, that's what A stands for, right? Haven't chosen A, options, it's a little hard to look at an A only person and, and try to figure that out. How is it that they only choose A? The only way you can explain it is you got to try it, right? You gotta, if you choose A with all of your heart,